Hold please. The naked golfist now driving. Welcome to another random golf memory where I remember Miller Barber. I, uh, back in like 92 or 93, um, I worked at the um, Rayleigh Senior Gold Rush and I, uh, I carried the leaderboard for Miller Barber once and I walked 18 holes with him once. And not really, I mean, he's the type of player that um, I didn't really remember until until recently because of this whole Matthew Wolf swing thing that people were seeing during the US Open where he takes where he picks the club up and he sort of raises his left foot that's sort of that hasn't been used in a really long time that that technique and um the only other person I've ever seen do that was Miller Barber and um Miller was a he was a member of the senior PGA tour Back, I would say he was one of the first, one of the first era members kind of thing. He was, uh, I think he won three U.S. Senior Opens and he won several PGA Tour tournaments when he was on tour. But he was a guy that was on tour back in, I believe, the 60s and 70s. And uh, he had a very unique swing, but it really worked. And he's a guy that uh, you wouldn't really think he was a professional golfer just by looking at him cuz he had a very very different sort of build to his to his body kind of thing. He was a bit more round if you could put it that way and he was he looked more like a fisherman than a golfer, I would think. He was he at the time he played for Powerbuilt uh golf equipment which they were known I mean not I I don't think back then they were known for how do I put this? Uh, Powerbuilt wasn't really a club manufacturer that I really recognized back then, because until I learned later, they made persimmon woods. Pers- uh, yeah, persimmon irons. Yeah, they made persimmon woods. They made forged irons, and they made, I believe, forged putters. And so, and I can't remember if Miller Barber used the long putter or not. I can't remember if he did. Um, but one thing's for sure. Um, the only thing that I remember about Miller Barber is that uh, when I was carrying the leaderboard for him, he he he. I mean, he was really focused. He had his look was you know golf shirt, golf pants, golf shoes. That was a given, but he was like one of the only guys that wore one of those bucket hats out on tour because he didn't have, he was bald like me. He had a similar hairline where, you know, and he always wore, he always wore sunglasses or in that time, the sort of rounded, um, I guess you call it uh, yellow. I mean, they weren't yellow shooting glasses, but they were, they were sort of glasses that, my dad would have wore back in back in the time because sunglasses weren't really that common by guys uh, playing on tour. Um, he, I mean, from a couple pictures I saw of him on YouTube or sorry Wikipedia, he was one of the only guys. He was he wore sunglasses when he played golf, and I can't remember of any other player that would that would wear sunglasses during golf. I think Fuzzy was the guy that sort of brought sunglasses to the tour. And uh, Fuzzy Zeller, if you don't know, but uh, 
it was fuzzy and gosh who else there was just, I mean, sunglasses were were worn by guys maybe in the late '90s, early 2000s, and then um, that was, I mean, that was sort of, I mean, Tiger never wore sunglasses. Phil didn't wear sunglasses until recently, but just sunglasses wasn't wasn't sort of a, a fashion sort of thing, or it wasn't a it wasn't an aid to help you see the ball because you really wanted to see the ball when you were playing golf. And you wanted to see all the conditions. And so, but going back to Miller Barber, he had a really different swing than anybody I had ever seen. And it, I feel bad that I didn't appreciate seeing his swing uh, back when I when I observed it. Because I remember watching him hit balls on the range before his round and he... He would just... He would just be magnificent hitting the ball with his swing. And he... He almost, I mean, I don't know if I can describe a swing or not, but he would stand at a dress and then he would sort of rotate his body, but, but rotating his body made him pull, made him, made him have sort of an outside in kind of a swing. So he would go out and then his elbow would be flying in the air. And it, you know how, I mean, Nick Fowler and Nick Price used to always have their elbows tucked in. I mean, that was a that was a normal sort of move. But, I mean, Nicholas had a flying elbow, too. And he had a very upright swing. So Miller Barber would go out and then in or out and then around his back. And he would, he would be, he would go to parallel. And then he would come down. Um, he would come down you know in on the inside and then he would make contact with the ball and then he had a he had a, a finish that looked a bit different too but it was a fashion it was it was effective it was it was he had made you know he made a, a proper strike of of the golf ball and i can't remember if he predominantly hit a fade or a draw or something like that but he, i mean what was his natural uh, shot trajectory i don't know i don't know but he it was a very, very interesting swing, and I really don't remember him being in a lot of trouble during the round. I remember he may have shot like even par out at Rancho Marietta that day, but uh, he he never won the U.S. I'm sorry, he never won the Rayleigh Senior Gold Rush, but he he was one of the of the guys that was really sort of consistent being you know, in the, in the top 10 or in the top 20, uh, out on tour, out on the senior tour. And it was really, it was really amazing because he was, he was a bit older at the time and he was, he still got it. He still was an amazing golfer back then. And he, you know, was able to play golf for his whole, for his whole life. And he was able to make a living at it. So, but Miller Barber was really somebody that I remember, and just in the last couple days with this Matthew Wolf thing, I've been thinking about his swing, and it's a shame because he had a really significant, uh, really different swing, and there's not really much, um, there's not really much uh, entries on YouTube as far as watching Miller Barber play, but I think, um, I think Jim Flick may have included him in the in that winning never gets old. Uh, commercial series back in the early 90s because Jim Flick I believe was a coach for Jack Nicholas, but Jim is F that gosh was that his name 
oh man, Jim Flick. I I don't know. I he was an older guy with glasses and sort of white hair. Um, and he did hotel commercials. I think Chichi Rodriguez was a part of it. Jim Flick, and then other other couple folks. But um, but yeah, he says, like he says like Miller Barber has a really great way of being efficient with a swing by while making great contact at the bottom of the swing, and he's. He's been on tour for several, several years, and he's made a living being this great ball striker, even though the swing doesn't doesn't look pretty or something like that. I don't know. It's just it it, it was amazing. It was ama- it was an amazing piece of golf swing technology, <laughs> if you want to put it like that. I don't know. But anyway, Miller Barber was somebody that I appreciated, and you know you don't see guys like that anymore. You don't got. I, mean, I would say it's a self-taught swing, self-taught as being not really conventional as far as uh, golf technique goes. But he made it work. So anyway, thanks for listening to another golf memory on the Knackered Golfist podcast, and stay tuned for more. Give me some likes on iTunes and Spotify, and hopefully I can get some more going. So thanks for listening to the Knackered Golfist Podcast. Four, please. The Knackered Golfist now driving. All right. Thanks for listening, folks. This is the Knackered Golfist Radio Network.